This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Tuesday, February 26, 2019. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. You can also subscribe and listen to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. Good news. Today, the Shanice Lewis Show has been spotlighted on the Podcast Business Journal. So when you have a chance, check out that article. I'll be posting the link on all of my social media pages and the website. Again, we've been featured on the Podcast Business Journal. That's very exciting. But today, we have a very special guest on the show, Alexandria Bose. Alexandria is a Hollywood talent manager and coach who is currently most known for her role in developing and managing the career of celebrity Rosie Mercado, host of the talk show Face the Truth, produced by Dr. Phil and CBS. As a 30-year fashion pioneer, New Yorker magazine called Alexandra a fixture, fixture in the plus industry, passionately supporting growth in every creative spectrum from modeling to marketing and creative director for a plus fashion magazine to launching a curves division at a Manhattan modeling agency. Alexandra currently develops talent with her own unique faith-based mythology armed with the mission to help create celebrities in fashion and entertainment who serve the world with the gifts and talents God gave them. Let's welcome Alexandra to the show. Hi. Ooh, hi. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here today. I'm excited to talk to you because you have a lot of stuff going on and we can't even fit it all into this short time, but I'm going to try to pack in as much as possible. Girl, I, I'm so thrilled because this is like, I don't get, I don't talk that often about what I'm doing right now. So I'm so excited and grateful to you for having me on so that I can encourage others. Yes. So let's start from the beginning. You started as okay. a plus size model in 1989 and had a 25-year oh. career as a Ford model. Now tell us some of your biggest accomplishments as a model. Okay. Well, I started back in the day when there weren't very many plus models. And so it really was about, it wasn't just about selling clothes. Um, It was really about being an advocate and a voice, one of the first for the plus size woman. So let's see, I did the Hanes pantyhose um, campaign a couple of times. So it was fun to always go into you know, stores and see my legs and my body uh, on the packaging. Um, I was uh, one of the, I was the model who helped launch the Tommy Hilfiger plus size line and the Elizabeth Liz Claiborne plus size line back in the day. And I've worked for a lot of the major designers. I mean, you name it. If you're look, you're edging your way towards three decades in plus, um, there's a, I can't even begin to name all the different um, clients I had, but I'm just grateful I had the opportunity to to kind of help begin this whole industry. So you were very, very successful as a model, had a very long career, and then you transitioned to behind the scenes. You became the 
Executive Marketing and Creative Director of Plus Model Magazine in 2013, uh-huh. and then went on to launch Curves Division at True Model Management in 2014. Now, why did you move into this direction instead of continuing your modeling career? Because now there's Silver Foxes modeling. So why didn't you just model forever? Yeah, you know what? You know, my husband sometimes says, you can get, still get out there, girl. But um, the truth is, is that I really felt a calling. I felt a calling. Um, it it kind of happened when I was a Ford model for, you know, as I was saying, almost three decades. And then all of a sudden, Ford closed their plus division. And mm. all, you know, all those years that we had worked so hard to build up and be legitimate, and then divisions were closing in major a- agencies, and it was because of the um, economy. The economy was dipping, and all of a sudden, Saks Fifth Avenue closed their Celan Z, which is their plus size, in their brick and mortar across the country, and it was less work for the plus models. And as soon as there was any kind of, like, tightness um, financially, all the corporations reacted by shutting us down. And, you know, we're the majority of the customers in the United States. And I just knew that, again, we were treated as second-class citizens. And it was important to be more than just, you know, a face. I wanted to be a voice. I wanted to help propel forward the next voices and, and sort of the whole, you know, movement of plus positivity. And so, as I mentioned, one of the places you went to is True Model Management. Now, is that where you met your star client, Rosie Mercado? Well, actually, no. I, I knew Rosie from the industry forever, but she, and I, I saw a light in her. But, you know, she was, um, and this is just part of the reality of being in the industry. You know, designers have sample sizes that they need to shoot in. And so when she was about, I think, 420 pounds, even though I loved her and she represented, you know, very underrepresented and underserved market of the plus industry. She wasn't able to fit into a lot of designer samples. So she wasn't able to work as much as I knew that her heart wanted her to work. So I did sign her initially when I was the director of the print division at True Mile Management, but um, I, I knew her for years and years before then just being in the industry. So how did you know Rosie was destined to be a star? It was a gut feeling, girl. It was a gut feeling. There was a light and a heart there. And um, I, when I started the agency division, with it was already existing, but I came in and helped them like get their plus print together. And I, I, was, I knew after all those years how to pick great talent. I knew how to spot it, develop it. I knew tons of clients. But I wasn't gaining the traction that I hoped for the for the talent that I had signed, and I was so frustrated because I knew I wanted to take everything I had inside me, all those years of experience, and just pour into my girls. And um, when they weren't gaining that traction, I did what I knew to do, which is I got down to my knees and I was like, "Lord, why? What am I doing wrong? I'm hustling so hard. What am I missing? What am I missing?" And I got a lightning bolt answer, one of those kind of what Oprah calls aha moments. And the aha moment Mm -hmm. for me was I was checking my faith at the door. I wasn't bringing it in to my career and what I was doing, you know. So slowly I started to, you know, set intentions with my talent at True and pray with them and approach this with, you know, my soul as well and my faith. And then I started to see traction. But you can't do that. It's somebody else's agency. You can't just all of a sudden pray with talent and bring in this whole 
faith-based methodology um, without, you know, the, the owner of the agency being on board and everything. And, and so I knew that when it was time to part ways, I wanted to start my own thing and really kind of challenge God. Okay, God, if I leave and I go off on my own, you know, how, how can I parlay this into truly helping these women approach their career through faith? It was a real risky move, real risky. Mm-hmm. And so when I could, um, I eventually started working with Rosie and uh, we dove in and, uh, you know, this was a point where we set, we start, I always start with my talent with a vision board. You know, what are your big goals? Like the goals that you're the massively dream up. Cause you know, God can give you a career even bigger than the one you dream of. So right. biggest you dream, we wrote those vision board goals down and, um, and then we, we, I slowly like just leaned into faith with her. We hustled hard. We had a lot of faith. And she applied her talent and developed her talent. And every goal three and a half years later, except one on that vision board, has been um, achieved. She has a talk show with Vivica Spots called Face the Truth in syndication across the nation. She's got a book coming out this, later this year, her memoir about the, about the journey. You know, she's it, like, I can keep going, you know, dream after dream. I don't want to get too deep into it, but um, it hit me. Oh my gosh, you know, when you bring your faith into it, all of a sudden these miracles happen. And, and when you have, when you hear a no, you know that that's just God redirecting you to, on a different path to get to the yes. And, you know, that's when the surprises came. And I was like, wow, I knew it. This is, there's something to this. So, boom, you know, I have a management division. I do um, definitely, she's, and I'm now a Hollywood manager. Um, but, um, I also now launched a, a talent coaching that's spirit led for, you know, ladies who want to really approach their career with God in the middle, well, their God, we not get religion, into the, whatever they believe. Before we get into the coaching part, I got a few more questions about the management. So when you sure. launched your, um, and it's called Un- Undeland, am I saying that correct? It's Underland Management, yes. Underland. So when you when you yeah. launched that, did you initially launch that to focus more on Rosie's career? Was she your main client when you decided to go independent? Well, I, my my um, company Underland Management has different arms, but the talent management arm she was like the main focus because I wanted to walk out where I felt like God was calling me to be. And I re- really challenged God, okay, God, if this is how you want me to work, you know, then, then I know that you're going to show up for me. And I just leaned into that. So initially it was Rosie and then now slowly expanding out. And it's not exclusively for plus sizes. It's for all types of talent, correct? That's right. Yeah. Just because my niche is plus, that's sort of where I naturally gravitate toward. But right now I'm working with um singers and and actresses and anyone in fashion and entertainment who you know the creatives in those creative spectrums who you know you often don't even know the first step if you've got a huge dream and you're doing you know you're doing your day job and you've got a dream on the side how do you get from that that dream in your heart and you actually walk those steps towards realizing it and is a dream ever too big? Can you actually do it? You know, and I believe 
Janice, without a shadow of a doubt now, I believe that we are all made beautifully and uniquely by God. And that if a dream is wired in our heart, if it's there, then God has already given us everything that we need to achieve it. That our, our kind of, our goal then is to learn how to walk toward that dream, how to unearth that talent, how to, uh, you know, walk the way toward the journey, but you can do it. If the dream's in you, you can do it. Now, for someone who is listening, tell them what the difference is between an agent and a manager. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is really confusing for a lot of people. So this is such a good question, Shanice. Um, Okay. So as a manager, I kind of do the high level vision um, with my clients. And uh, let's say, for example, in Rosie's case, I will help place her with an acting agent that works on acting jobs for her. And there can even be divisions of that. There can be theatrical or commercial agent. And so there's different agencies there Then a literary agent or um, a modeling agent. So there's lots of agents that kind of work in tandem with the manager, but, but a, um, an artist manager is kind of sort of the strategy. Like I help, I consider myself a spirit led celeb maker. So I'm not just working on one area. I'm, I'm, I'm working on, you know, the vision of all the areas and even taking um, a celebrity as far as licensing and building their legacy in in a huge way, building their empire. So your, your manager is kind of like, um, you know, you're every, you you talk to your manager sometimes several times a day, every day, if not several times a day. It's like uh, you know a family, at least for me. It's like being and, a family. And so talent that needs managers needs to have uh, some sort of brand or some sort of resume and things going on already to juggle. Someone who's never done anything ever would need a manager, correct? Yeah, that, that's, again, another good point, Shanice. Okay, so the manager will take a percentage of what you make and an agent will. So when you're first starting out, you don't necessarily want to pay both a manager and an agent. Um, so um, that's why I started the coaching, because I start with coaching and help, helping to develop talent at, to the point where they may need me or they may be not. You know, it depends. But being able to teach them all the different aspects of the industry to help. And what I work, I, I want to work with uh, people who want to take all their gifts and talents that God wired in them and help serve the world. And that kind of intention doesn't mean a lot of people think, Oh, if I'm going to serve the world, then I'm, I'm not giving it away. No. I mean, you can still, you know, realize every dream in your heart. You can still be a multi multi-millionaire. God blesses you in abundance so that, you know, if your intention is to, turn around and help the world, you know, maybe establish a foundation or be just an example to um, other women uh, to help empower them. You know, that doesn't mean you live in scarcity. It means the opposite. God wants to bless you, in my opinion, and God wants you to have all that you dream of. So um, those are the kind, the talent that I want to work with, people like that with those kind of intentions. And then I coach them um, so that I'm not taking a big management fee and hopefully they, they find agencies and that sort of thing. And then ultimately I'm here when they want to work at that higher level. Right. And I also tell people when they're first starting out, 
They don't need a PR person at the beginning either because at the beginning you're not doing anything newsworthy. So sometimes people want to build a big team at the beginning, but they're not even ready for a big team. You're so right. It's so true because it's expensive. It's expensive. But there are things that you can do to get PR and media um, on your at the beginning, and you build to the point where you need a publicist or a PR agent and that kind of thing. Right. Now, we've heard you in this interview talk about God and your faith and how you've merged it into your business. Now, how do you mm-hmm. think that will benefit your clients that work with you now that you have this new philosophy with your business? Okay, so... You know, a lot of times we feel like we're not enough. And, you know, I always tell my clients, yeah, alone, you're not enough. But with God, you can do anything. So it it lifts them up. It helps them hang. It gives structure to their career. So when they hear a no, you walk in faith. Okay, so this one's a no. So that's obviously a course correction toward my yes. So it's a shift in your attitude. It's a shift in your heart and your mind and the energy you're exuding. Um, Whatever happens, you know, you look for the gift in that and you look for a way to give back. And I find like with God in the middle, with an intention to give back, things happen faster. I don't know why they happen. I can't explain it. It's like faith. You can't really explain it or define it, but it just happens. Like I, You'll meet, I'll have something on my vision board, for example, and all of a sudden I'll run into somebody in the weirdest, oddest way that will get me to the next step that will lead me to, you know, realizing that vision. And so I don't, it's not about a religion. I work with um, all religions, actually, in my coaching, everything from Muslim to Christian to Jewish you, and, and beyond. I mean, there are people who just believe in energies. So it's not, mm-hmm. you know, a, a particular religion. It's le- leaning into whatever faith that you hold um, and knowing that God loves you and that, um, that it's safe and, and you can be all you want to be and more, you know, by leaning into that faith. Now, playing devil's advocate, what would you say to someone that says, as long as I'm booking jobs and as long as I'm getting paid, I don't care what my manager believes in? What would you say to that person? I would, you know, every it's free, it's free will. Everybody, you know, I'm, and this this methodology is not for everybody. And believe me, I, you know, I'm blessed enough to have like hundreds of applicants to work with me, and I choose a tight knit group because, you know, it's the energy we bring together. So, you know, there are people who don't need to have this component or want to even have this component in the way that they work. Um, right. For me, I found that I find it empty for me if there wasn't a bigger reason or purpose that what I'm doing beyond money, you know, beyond like ego gratification, like I'm worth something. Look at me. I got this job or I, I'm in this magazine. Eventually that falls flat and you have to ask yourself, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing, what's, what's the purpose or the soul gratification out of it. Maybe not all people want that extra reason or purpose to their lives. I do. And I, right. I think a lot of people do. You know, I think a, a lot of people want to help the world. And so that's why I'm here. I'm here for those people. 
And if even if somebody just cares only about money, it's a lot of people in the industry with no integrity you can work with. So there's tons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what, Shanice? You know how you draw to you what you believe? Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that. Like, if you think people have no integrity and they'll cheat, a lot of cheaters will come around you. You know, I don't know what it is, but, like, it's sort of your belief system can reflect outside of you. You know, and, yeah, you know, I've, I've been um, – I've, I've run into my fair share of cheaters. I've been in this industry for 30 years, but on the whole, I've worked with great people who really want to have massive impact on the world. And, and so when you bring together that kind of that energy and that attitude of wanting to have a difference and, and then my tribe is coming together and they're all leveling up together and helping one another. It's so exciting and it's so gratifying, the support. And guess what? Um, right now, I'm just working with women, but I cannot tell you how exciting it is to see women helping women achieve more. And what would this world be like if more women were actually doing what they're called to do? It reminds me of, um, I don't know if you can remember that Dove study like a couple mm-hmm. years ago where it was 80-some percent of women were um, opting out of life experiences because they didn't feel good enough. They didn't feel pretty enough or they didn't feel that they were good enough. And it, it hit me like, that's epidemic. Like, what would this world be like if 80-some percent more of women were living to the, their full ability and their calling? Like, there'd be more love. There'd be, there'd be more kindness. There'd be more – people would be happier because we're doing what right. we want to do in life, you know, and we're using the gifts and talents. We're not soul dead inside because we're slumping away to 9 to 5. It doesn't resonate for us, you know. So it, this is just was a it was a real wake up call for me when I was working with all those models um, to to begin to work from a space of giving you know back to the world instead of achieving for self for self like aggrandizement. Now you're currently seeking new talent to manage. What do you look for in people that you sign a deal with? Well, actually, um, I start with the coaching and then eventually, you know, because I don't want to, like we talked about earlier, I don't want to take that management fee yet from them. But we start with the coaching. I look for point women. I haven't, I have had a lot of requests, but I haven't expanded to working with men yet. But I look for women who have a heart of integrity, who want to work in that space of faith, that believe that they have a big calling on their life you know they they know that they're supposed to be doing something more and they don't have to know actually exactly what that is because what I do is I I teach them um I give them education in how to to be a celebrity so for example I I, someone will contact me and say I I'm an I want to be an influencer in the plus fashion space and I said, great. Mm-hmm. So I can give them education on how to build their Instagram, their Facebook, how to do videos, how to, how to get that out, how to do brand ambassadorship. I can give them all of that kind of education, but I also teach them, listen, I'm looking at you as if you already are the celebrity that I know in your heart you want to be. And you already are the celebrity influencer career that you want to have. So I need to teach you not only what you need to learn to do the immediate career, but I also want to teach you how to move in front of a camera because you will get um, interviews as a celebrity influencer um, and you're going to have to learn how to move, how to do your hair and makeup for on-camera interviews, how to dress, um, how to 
uh, start a podcast because it may not be in your heart now, but maybe one day as you build your career, you're going to have that calling. So just to give a little bit of education to see if it resonates for you and how to start a podcast. And then if it doesn't, it doesn't. You'll just know it. You know, one day if you need to, you put it in your back pocket, but it may be like, hey, yeah, that's another part of why, how I want to increase my, you know, plus fashion influencer career is starting a podcast. So I, I don't just teach just, you know, the only pinpoint dream. I truly look at it as kind of a, a whole. So is it a requirement to start with your coaching services before you're even considered for management? No, no, not at all. Um, I, I, most, most people though, that I've started, I've only been doing the coaching for, um, gosh, February, this is my second month. <laughs> this month is my second month of coaching. So it's, it's a very new uh, space for me. Um, so it's not that it's required and, but it's something that even as a manager, um, I was doing it with talent as a manager, doing all that but but then I was also taking my management fee and so I wanted to make and in fact I was approached by um other another celebrity in Hollywood I see what you're doing this is the way I want to work are you taking on more managers so I had to really have like a you know a good some prayer time like okay god am I supposed to just start at that high level working with people who are already established celebrities or, you know, are you calling me to develop talent who feel lost? Like they're in Wichita and they're not near a big, um, you know, market where they can just go on castings all the time. Like, where do you want me to go? So kind of walking out in obedience. Yeah, I could, I could continue with just high-level management. But I feel like I'm called right now to coach and continue to coaching. So you just mentioned someone living in Wichita. So how important is the person's location in getting their career off the ground? See, this is the best part because when I started like all those years ago, you had to like pick up from small town USA and move to a big um, market to go on castings and all that sort of thing. I love it because I'm able to work with, um, and I love working with women who on paper, they look like they have they're, they're, you know, maybe they're moms or they're single moms and they're living in a small town and they don't have access to castings and big market. And so I'm like, it's okay. I can work with you where you are now because I do these uh, video classes. You can call in on your computer, you have a computer or a smartphone, call in and we can work one-on-one face-to-face. We can work in, you know, a group classes. Um, and then we can start with an online presence. So you literally can launch your career from your sofa in your living room in small town USA. And once you get big enough, then you can make those choices. Do I want to move to a big market? But you can start right where you are. That wasn't available when, Shanice, you and I started, you know, right, back in the right. day. Yeah. So how, how, awesome. how important is social media numbers in building a successful career as a celebrity? It's hugely important. And I know a lot of um, women kind of my age and older who didn't come up in the age of social media just hate this part of it because it doesn't feel organic to us. We hustled hard to achieve every casting that we had. But um, 
I, I, I know a celebrity, and I'm not going to name her, but she's huge, and she did not have a big social media following, and they turned her down for a talk show because she didn't have that following. And that's so important wow. because to get, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And it, it's, um, it's so important because that following gives you, pres- you know, a presence. It lends credibility to, to who you are as a talent to have, you know, big numbers. So it's the executives are looking at that. The networks are looking at that. It's, it's pivotal in how to grow. A big part of what I teach is branding yourself, coming up with your voice, how you're different from other talent, and putting that on social media, translating that, and building your, your numbers on social media. It's a huge part of what I teach because that way you, have, you can start monetizing, making money from that presence and doing brand ambassadorships, collaborations with, with big brand. And it's a way for influencers to back into being models. So that's why you can be five foot tall and model as a plus size influencer. You, you're breaking the rules. You don't have to be that five nine and taller, you know, and all the other um, rules that we formerly had as models back in my day. So it's an exciting, exciting time to get into this. It, it's even the playing field for everybody. And you have a dream and you don't have to necessarily check all the boxes anymore. You can be outside of the box and still make it. Now with the social media, do you have to have big numbers on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can just focus on one? I always say focus on one and I really recommend Instagram right now. Really recommend Mm -hmm. it just because, you know, it's a, it's a visual platform. It's an image driven platform. And what we do in fashion and entertainment is um, often image driven And I also have another kind of outside-the-box thought about, um, you know, we're not consuming content the way we used to. You know, when I was a kid, we'd sit down at 8 p.m., you know, every Monday night for Melrose Place or whatever the case may be. I mean, (laughs) you sat down. Remember that? Back in the day, network, you had a time. You couldn't wait till that night of the week to sit down at that time and watch a show. Now we're just streaming content whenever we want. And so I believe with all my heart – Facebook, um, Instagram TV, and, and the Facebook TV, these, these streaming and Hulu and Netflix, this is the wave of the future. And so having a presence, for example, on Instagram and really launching into Instagram TV would be the smartest thing that you could do for your career. Because just like back in the day when YouTubers started, um, they didn't know they could make a million dollars on having a YouTube career. And just, you know, I believe that, you know, Instagram TV, for example, that is the hardly, you know, not many people are using it yet, but it is the wave of the future. And I think it's the kind of the network of the future. People are going to be watching shows on Instagram TV, you know, and they're kind of going to take over or at least be equal with the major networks. So, I recommend really building that social media presence and even you can launch your own talk show, that kind of thing from Instagram TV, if that's, you know, a dream. So if somebody's listening and they're like, I'm hooked, I like what she's saying, I'm ready for the next step. How do they go about signing up for coaching services and how do they go about submitting for management? 
okay, so, you know, I, I'm, I really would love to connect. I connect vibe, you know, that there's something there. I connect with them. So just emailing me directly, um, Alexandra, and then that, that, should I spell it out? Do you want me to spell that mm-hmm. out or no? Mm-hmm. Okay, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-A at undelandmanagement.com. That's where we're going, but let me spell that one out too. U-N-D-E-L-A-N-D management.com. So just email me and follow me at Alexandra underscore Bose on Instagram. You can even direct um, message me there. We can start there if you forget my email because I know it's long. Um, but Alexandra underscore Bose on Instagram. And again, for people that are seeking management, they have to have some kind of brand, some kind of accomplishments, something going for them already, correct? Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to pay a manager and an agent unless you're really bringing in some big money. You know, you don't want to have to do that. Um, You know, but if you're ready for that, if you're ready for that high-level kind of high-touch, high-level you know, take, cause I bring you in, you're like my daughter, you know what I mean? Um, so mm-hmm. if you're ready for that, then absolutely, you know, hit me up. You know, if you, if you like kind of what I'm putting down, if it's resonating for you about what you want to achieve and how you want to go about doing it, um, the sky's the limit. It excites me to no end to build. I feel called to build massive celebrities who can have massive impact to help serve the world. And along the way, Of course I want them to make millions of dollars. Of course I want their dreams to come true. But more than anything, you know, just women helping women level up and um, live the life they're called to live is what excites me. And so what is the ultimate goal of your career and your brand? Um, Just exactly what I said. It's just like my my goal is if I – you know, I have a question I ask talents a lot. This is something I don't share, but I, this is how one of the ways we begin. I say, if you're on your deathbed and you have, like, one last message that you want to share with the world, you know, you've got your loved ones around you, what would you say? Because whatever that is, if it's, um, you know, love yourself or be kind to one another or whatever their message is that comes from their very heart, then that should be the cornerstone of their branding. You know, their branding, you know, if it's about live life to your fullest, then your branding should come out. Your core messaging should come out from there. And everything you should do should be about that one message you want to give to the world. And for me, you know, when I ask myself, when I'm on my deathbed, what do I want to leave? What do I want? I want to leave a legacy of women who are living for God from their heart and doing what they're called to do. And I think that if we all did more of that in this world, if there are more of us living from that space, this would be a kinder, better world. And if we can leave that kinder, better world to our kids or the next generation, then we're being responsible. So that's my calling. That's what I want to do. Um, and, and I'm so blessed that God's hands on it because I feel it and it's happening. You know, it's things that are happening. I, I was walking onto the Paramount lot going to these high-level meetings thinking, how did I get here? You know, only God, only God who walks in front of me could have brought me here to this point. Because cause believe you me, it couldn't be me on my own. No way, you know. It's, that's, 
this is beyond me. This is so beyond me. And so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very humbling and exciting thing to be able to work in this way and see people break through and their dreams come true. It's just so gratifying to see their lives change, you know, and I love to work with women who no one else is betting on you. Maybe you're a single mom, maybe you're lost and you don't know how to begin or people aren't supporting you. And, you know, all of a sudden you watch them blossom and begin and, and, you know, see breakthrough and see traction in their career. And it's just the best thing ever. Well, that is absolutely awesome. Now, do you have anything else happening that we should be on the lookout for? Because I know you have a lot of speaking engagements on the side, too. Gwen DeVoe, who is, as everyone knows, the founder of Full Figured Fashion Week, the legendary Gwen DeVoe, she's giving um, a one-day workshop in New York on March 30th for Silver Foxes, where we actually are talking to women who are older and they want to launch their career. Um, the, the exciting thing is, like I said, I love working with women who think it's too late, I can't do it anymore, or who have been unhappy and they want to get out of their day job and, you know, they want to go for it and, because it's never too late. It's never too late. It's never impossible. There's always a way, and that's where you lean into the faith. And I have a method I developed. I call it the FTH method. That's the faith talent hustle method. And I have different steps I take talent through and learning the faith talent hustle method. Um, Because you need those three components, I think, to make those celebrity dreams come true. So that's my secret weapon. And before you go, tell us your official websites and all of your social media pages. Oh, girl, I love you for that. That's so sweet. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, so my official um, website is underlandmanagement.com, and it, and it sounds like under, like up and like over and under, but it's without the R, underlandmanagement.com. Um, and then my Instagram is Alexandra underscore Bose, and that Twitter is Alexandra Bose. And um, hit me up at Alexandra at, Alexandra, at, uh, Alexandra at com. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed speaking with you, and God bless you on your career and your new company. Oh, Mama, thank you so much. Uh, You're just the best. Thank you for giving me a chance to talk about it. I'm so excited about it. I appreciate you having me and inviting me to be on, and um, God bless you right back, honey. And please keep in touch. Will do. You too. You too, Shanice. You too, honey. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. And thank you to my guest, Alexandra Bose. Make sure you follow her on, on her all of her social media pages and check out her coaching services. Thank you for tuning in. And I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be list. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. This episode is made possible by PWC. 
When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.